0: All right. All right. Good evening, brothers and sisters in the faith. Uh, Happy New Year to everyone. Praises be to our Lord God, our loving Yahuwah, for gathering all of us today this evening to study again His words. May God bless each and every one of us tonight. We will continue with these, the names that have been set apart uh, by the Holy Scriptures, names that we need to use to glorify God and His beloved Son. Today we're going to talk about the name, that was given for our salvation. But before we proceed, let us please stand for our opening prayer. Almighty and merciful Father, thank you so much, O God, for your blessings. Indeed, you are good and kind because you have taught us the meaning of your name, the name of Yahuwah. We praise you, O Father, because you continue to reveal to us your will for our life. This evening as we study all about the name of your Son, we ask for guidance and mercy. May you send forth again your Holy Spirit that all of us may be properly taught. Our loving Messiah, we pray for your guidance. Be with each and every one of us as we are gathered in your name. We believe that you will dwell in our hearts. Please strengthen our faith and give us more and more reasons to praise our loving Abba. Oh God, we believe that you have listened to our prayers. We ask all things in the name of your beloved Son, our Mashiach. Amen. 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 Okay. All right. How is everyone doing tonight? Pretty good? How is your new year? Yeah, New Year. I just want to remind everyone today, January 2, is the birthday of our late Executive Minister, Brother Irranyo G. Manalo. I just wanted to remind everyone uh, concerning that. Uh, But today we're going to talk about salvation and also the name, the name that God has given to his beloved son. We know his name to be the Lord Jesus Christ. However, what is his Hebrew name and how is it pronounced? Because for me, I would love to know his Hebrew name, wouldn't you? Right? We would want to know the name that was given to him by God himself. So what is the name given by God to his son by which we are going to be saved? Let's begin the book of Acts 4, 10 down to 12. Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead by him, this man stands here, before you hold, This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So what is that name that was given by God by which men will receive salvation? It is the name Jesus Christ of Nazareth, specifically the name of Jesus. So Jesus is the name given by God by which we are to be saved. Take note, the word Christ is not a personal name of the Messiah. The word Christ actually means Messiah. It is a title which means the Anointed One and so the name is jesus christ is a title meaning messiah well how is the name of jesus actually pronounced because when we read jesus on the pages or on the screen we know that is the english name we want to know the hebrew name so how do we go about knowing the actual name given by god to our lord jesus christ well Let's go take a look at Acts 4 in the Greek. Go to the next slide, please. That is the same verse, but there are Greek words because we believe, uh, there are many people who believe that the New Testament was written primarily in Greek, although we have no evidence of that. It could have been written in Aramaic. could have been written in Greek. And so let us go ahead and look at the Greek that was used for the name of Jesus, And there you have it. It is highlighted for you. It is under the Greek word, uh, the Greek number 2424. Do you see that? The Greek number 2424 for Jesus. And it is spelled right there in Greek. And so when we click on G2424, the Greek strong number, what is the Greek uh, word? It is Jesus. That is the pronunciation, Do You see the transliteration? And so that's the Greek. That's the letters, the script in Greek, which represents Jesus that we read in our English Bible. It is transliterated, Jesus. Okay? That's the name. But, of course, that's the Greek. What we want to know is the Hebrew name. Not the Greek name because Jesus, the, the name given to the Lord Jesus Christ, is not a Greek name. It's not an English name. It is what? A Hebrew name. What we have there, Jesus, is a Greek name. We want the Hebrew name. So how do we find the Hebrew name of the Lord Jesus Christ? The book of Acts, chapter 7, and the verses 45, which our fathers, having received it in turn, also brought with Joshua into the land, possessed by the Gentiles, whom God drove out before the face of our fathers until the days of David. How many here are familiar with Joshua? Raise your hand. Who was Joshua, son of Nun? Who was that? The successor of Moses. Moses. When did he live? In the Old Testament times. He was the one who succeeded Moses and brought the people of Israel into the promised land. He was the deliverer of God's people during the time of the Israelites. Joshua is mentioned here in the New Testament. Let's take a look at the name in Greek used here for Joshua. Let's go to the next Mm -hmm. slide, please. This is, again, the Greek names. And when you look at Joshua at the bottom left-hand corner, what do you see? It's the same word, G24, 24, Jesus. Interesting. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 4 and the verses 8. This is what it says. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. Again, in the New Testament, the name of Joshua is used. Which Joshua is this? Joshua, son of... None, the successor of Moses. What is the Greek name used? Let's go again to the next slide, please. Look at Joshua up there, at the uh, upper middle. Do you see Joshua? What is the Greek word used? G2424. So let's do a comparison. Next slide. In Acts 410, the name of Jesus, G2424. Acts seven forty five Hebrews four eight the name of the names of Joshua, G twenty four G twenty four or G twenty four twenty four right and so what is our conclusion here next slide the Hebrew name of Joshua and Jesus are the same and so if we want to know the Hebrew name of the Lord Jesus Christ we just need to go to the Old Testament and find out what Hebrew name was used for Joshua. Okay? Is that okay? You get it so far? So let's go to Joshua chapter 1 and the verses 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, there you have it. This is now Hebrew. Because the book of Joshua is not in the New Testament, but in the Old <coughs> Testament, written in what language? Hebrew. Now we can look at the Hebrew name Joshua. Go to the next slide, please. And there's the spelling of the Hebrew name Joshua. You have a, what letter is that? Yud, right? The Yud. What is next? Huh? What is next? The Hay. Do you see the Hay? What is next after that? The Wow, the shin, and then the ayin. You notice the first three letters? Does that look familiar to you? The first three letters of Joshua's name in Hebrew? What does that look like? Does it look familiar to you? Doesn't it look like the first three letters of the name of Yahuwah? Right? And so we know the name, the way you pronounce Joshua should sound similar to Yahuwah. Right? Because that's the Hebrew name for Joshua. Let's take a look at that again. Next slide, please. So the name of the son, Yahusha, it begins with a yod, a he, a wow, a shin, and an ayin. There's the, um, that's the modern Hebrew. Look at the Paleo-Hebrew and the pictographic Hebrew, right? Next slide, please. So we showed you the modern Hebrew, which is what we have in our Bibles today. And we show you the Paleo-Hebrew. We are more concerned this time with the modern Hebrew. That is spelled Yod, A-Heh, a wow, A-Shin, and an Ain. So we have the Hebrew letters of the name Joshua, which is also the Hebrew name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we can pronounce his name. What do we need to understand, though, about the name of Joshua? The, uh, that is represented here with a yod, a hay, a wow, a shin, and an ayin. Let's go to the next slide, if you so remember. This is how the name of God looks like, right? The tetragrammaton. You see the yod, you see the hay, the wow, and another hay, right? And on top of that, that's the pale. The one on top is the paleo Hebrew. The one on the bottom is the modern Hebrew. Let's go to the next slide. The name of the sun. That is how it looks like. You have the Yod, right? You have the hay, you have the Wao, you have the Shin, and then you have the Ayin, okay? And so what do you notice about these two names? The name of the Son has the name of the Father. How is that seen? Next slide, please. What part of the name of the Father is essential for it to be the name of the Father? The first three. Letters, which means I am he. How do we pronounce that? ya who? right? And so is that contained in the name of the son? Next slide. Yeah, you see it right there. And so we kind of get an idea of how his name is going to be pronounced, right? We know it must, be, it must begin with Ya-hoo. who. right, so let's go ahead and look at the, the uh, transliteration of that name. Next slide. So these are, these, these are the letters of the name of the son. The yod, the hey, the waw, the shin, and the ayin. So how are we going to pronounce that? Well, let's take a take a look at the first three letters. Next slide. We know how to pronounce that, right? We talked about this before. No big deal here. It is spelled or it is pronounced how? Next slide. Ya, who? Let's go to the next letter. It's a shin, right? So how do you pronounce the shin? Let's go to our alphabet. Next slide, please. Let us zoom in. Next slide. Look at the shin. How is it pronounced? It has the sound of sh. Pretty easy so far? Yeah. So we got yahoo, sh. Yahush. Right? And so we have one letter left. What is that? The ayin. Next slide, please. What's the, le- what's the next letter? Next slide. All right, so what is, how do you pronounce ayin? Let's go back to our guide. Next slide. It says here the ayin is silent. If it's silent like that, but if it is used at the end of a name, it is pronounced like the aleph or ah. And so we have here, next slide, Sha. That's how you pronounce the name of the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Yahusha, which contains the name Yahu of the name Yahuwah. So we have Yahuwah and Yahusha. Next slide. And so when you see that name on top in Paleo-Hebrew, you can transliterate it into Yahusha. Next slide. Now we have Yahuwah. And Yahusha, you can clearly see Yahu is in both of those names. So why do we believe Yahusha indeed is the name that was given to the Son, our Lord Jesus Christ? Well, let's go look at the word Yahusha, like what we did with the name Yahuwah. Let's break it down. Look at the etymology of the word, because one a wonderful thing about Hebrew names is it has what? Meaning, right? The meaning has to make sense. It has to capture who this person is. So Yahusha can be broken down into two parts. Next slide. First part is Yahoo. The next part is Sha. You can see that, right? It doesn't take rocket science to so understand that. It's pretty easy. Yahoo and Xia. What does Yahoo stand for? What's the root of Yahoo? Yahua, right? And Xia Well, what what is the root word of the suffix, shah? Next slide, please. It is from the Strong's Hebrew word, shia shah, which means what? It means save, savior, deliver, help, preserve, salvation, avenging, avenge, defend, rescue, save, victory. That's the meaning of the word, shah, and so you put the two together, yahoo, and shah, what do you get? You get different definitions of the name. Yahushah can mean yahoo saves. Yahoo is our deliverer. Yahoo is our savior. Do you see that? This is why Yahusha makes a lot of sense. It is an appropriate name given to the son of God. Now, you know the word Yahusha or the name Yahusha. who was it first given to? because we know the Lord Jesus Christ did not come into the scene until during the New Testament times. But in the Old Testament, who was the first one to bear that name? Let's go take a look at the next slide, the Encyclopedia Judaica. It's a Jewish encyclopedia. This is what it says. The first personal name that was definitely constructed with the tetragrammaton is, there it is, Joshua. How is it pronounced again? Yahusha, the Yod? The hey, the wow, the shin, and the ayin. Yahusha, we know him as Joshua in the Old Testament. But You might be thinking, why would it be appropriate to call Joshua by the name Yahusha, right? In actuality, I don't know if you know this, but Joshua's name originally was not Yahusha. Did you know that? Yeah. Moses changed his name. You know what originally the name of Joshua was? What do you think it was? Well, let's find out. The book of Numbers 13, verse 16. These are the names of the men who Moses sent to spy out the land. Moses called Hoshea, the son of Nun, Joshua. And so originally, his name was not Yahusha. It was what Hosea, Hosea, which is pronounced Husha. Okay, and so his name was changed by Moses. Why I believe because Joshua is to become a type of our Lord Jesus Christ. We talked about types before, right? Remember how Joseph is a type of Christ, Joshua, because of what he will do, is a type of Christ, which is why he is given this new name Yahusha. Because he is to represent what the Lord Jesus Christ will do in the future. And so what he will do for the people of Israel, it will reflect what Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, will do in the future. Okay? And so when he changed the name, next slide, please, from Hosea to Joshua, all Moses had to do was add what letter? You see it? There's Hosea on the left, uh, Joshua on the right all Moses did was add one letter what is that letter the yod to go from husha to yahusha and so when we look at the next slide we can see that we can see it clearer it's just one letter from yahusha from husha to yahusha now why is it appropriate for Joshua to be given the name yah remember what Yahusha means. Yahuwah is our Deliverer. What did Joshua actually do? Let's go back to Acts 7, verse 45. Which our fathers, having received it in turn, also brought with Joshua into the land possessed by the Gentiles, whom God drove out before the face of our fathers until the days of David. What did Joshua do? He led the people of Israel, where? To the land promised by our almighty God. And when they reached that land, what happened? Hebrews 4 verse 8, For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. And so Joshua, not Moses, remember, Moses was the lawgiver but Moses was not the one who was able to take them and deliver them to the promised land to have the promised rest, right? It was who? Joshua or Yahusha. That is his real name. And so next slide, God used Joshua or Yahusha, son of Nun, to deliver his people to the promised land where they can can have rest. It is appropriate to call him Yahusha, which means Yahuwah, delivers, or Yahuwah is our deliverer, Yahuwah is our salvation. That's why it's appropriate for Joshua to be called Yahusha. It is a type of Christ, and it's portraying the Lord. what the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, will do in the future. Now, did you know that the name Yahusha was given to Joshua, son of Nun, and also another person? Did you know that? It wasn't just the son of Nun who was given the name Yahusha, who also was given the name Yahusha. Let's read the book of Haggai, chapter 1, 1 down to 2. In the second year of King Darius, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai, the prophet, to Zerubbabel, the son of Sheltiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua. The son of Jehozadak, the high priest saying, thus speaks the Lord of saying, This people says the time has not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. This was during the time of the captivity. What happened to Judah because of their sin? What happened to them because of their idolatry? They were punished by God using Babylon to punish them and enslave them, right? And so the temple of God was? destroyed but Haggai the prophet received this word from God concerning the building of his temple the rebuilding of the Lord's house the rebuilding of Yahuwah's temple so this was during the time of the captivity and after the exile there is a man by the name of Joshua what is that Yahoo Yah Son of Jehoshadak. And he was the high priest. Hmm, Very interesting. And just to give you an idea, just to make sure that the word Joshua there is also Yahusha. Let's go to the next slide. Let's look at the Hebrew word. Right? Son of Jehoshadak. It's the same Hebrew word 3091. It has the Yod, the He, the wow. The Shin and the Ayin. What does that spell? Yahusha. And so this Joshua High Priest is called Yahusha. And who is this High Priest called Yahusha? Next slide. Zechariah, three one and two. Hey guy and Zechariah are prophets, and they were contemporaries. They were prophets during the time of the captivity. Okay, and so they were. Uh, Prophesying about this man named Joshua, and a vision was given to zechariah zechariah three one to two then he showed me Joshua, the high priest standing for the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing in his right hand to oppose him and the Lord said to Satan, "The Lord, rebuke you, Satan, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke you, is this not a brand plopped from the fire, and so the people of God was likened to a, 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 a A brand plucked from the fire, like a burning stick that was taken from a burning house and it was saved. And so Judah was likened to this burning stick that was plucked from the fire. Why? Because God's mercy and grace. And who will he use as an instrument? A high priest by the name of Joshua, right? And to look at the Hebrew name, let's go to Zechariah 3 in Hebrew. Next slide, please. You see Joshua, high priest, it's the same Hebrew word, 3091. It's the same name in Hebrew, Yahusha, and so another name or another person has been given the name Yahusha, and he is the high priest. Now what does the prophet Zechariah say and prophesy about this Joshua, this Yahusha, who is the high priest? Zechariah, this is very interesting. <laughs> Zechariah six eleven down to thirteen. Take the silver and gold, make an elaborate crown and set it on the head of Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. I want to pause it for a while. What does God want to happen here concerning the high priest Joshua, or or Yahusha? What does he want? He wants him to be what? God. To be crowned. If you are crowned, what does that mean? You are king. Wait a minute. You're the high priest? And at the same time, you're going to be crowned? A high priest and a king? What kind of priest is that? That's the priesthood of Melchizedek. Remember Melchizedek? He was both the high priest and a king. And so in this vision, in this prophecy, God tells Zechariah, this Joshua is to be crowned. Why? Verse 12, then speak to him, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, saying, Behold the man whose name is the branch. Interesting. Who, who do we know is the branch? Who is that? Our Lord Jesus Christ. From his place he branched out, and he shall build the temple of the Lord. Yes, he shall build the temple of the Lord. He shall he shall bear the glory of and shall sit and rule on his throne. So he shall be a priest on his throne, and the council of peace shall be between them both. You know what we have here? It is a prophecy that has two fulfillments. The first fulfillment was with Joshua during the time of the captivity. He is to rebuild. He is to lead the people of Judah to rebuild the temple of Yahuwah, right? And in the prophecy, this Joshua, this... Yahusha is going to be likened to another person who will come in the future, who is called the branch, and who will also sit and rule on a throne. So he's both a king and a high priest. He is of the Melchizedek order. Do you know anyone who is like that? Yeah. Why is that significant? Because, let's go to the next slide, Joshua, the high priest, would be instrumental building the temple and is portrayed in a prophetic vision to represent the branch, who is both high priest and king. His name is Yahusha. And who is the one who is to come? Prophesied by this vision given to Zechariah concerning Joshua or Yahusha. Hebrews 6 verse 20 Where the forerunner has entered for us even Jesus, Yahusha, having become high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. This is why Zechariah was prophesying the coming of the Messiah. And we know from the prophecy, his name will be what? Yahusha. The branch is Yahusha who will have a priestly Melchizedek order because he'll be both high priest and also king at the same time. And so what we have here, we have two people in the Holy Bible, in the Old Testament, called Joshua, right? And they're both connected to who? Our Lord, Jesus, Christ. Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Uh, mm-hmm. Joshua, son of Nun, he's a type of Jesus because he's to deliver the people of Israel. Right. And Joshua, the high priest, is a type of Christ because he's both a king and a high priest. And so both carry the name Joshua or Yahusha. This is why we're confident. We believe the Hebrew name of our Lord Jesus Christ is what? Yahusha. Why do we believe that his name must be Yahusha? What is the meaning of Yahusha when the angel of the Lord appeared to the parents of the Lord of the Messiah and gave them the name by which the child was to be named? Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Yahusha. Right? We translated it in English, Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Do you see why the name Yahusha is appropriate? Here the, ga- the angel who appeared to the parents and instructed them what name to be given is, Yahusha, right? And then it gives explanation for why Yahusha is the name to be given. What is the explanation? He yeah, he will save his people. From their sins and that's what yahusha means let's go back to the next let's go to the next line yahusha right which means yahoo saves yahoo is our deliver yahoo is our savior now i want you to think about this remember what yahoo means what does yahoo mean i am he now because the lord jesus christ has come the messiah the messiah has come There's a fuller definition of what Yahusha means. Now, Yahoo can take the place of I am. And so what we have here, next slide please, during the days of Jesus, Yahusha means I am your Savior. This is why the angel said, call him Yahusha, because he will be what? The Savior of his people. Hence, Yahoo. Yah, this is why there can be no other name but Yahusha. Why is it important to have the Yahu part in the name of the Messiah? John chapter five verse forty-three. The Messiah says, "I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, him you will receive." So the name Yahu must be contained in the name of the Son. This is why yahoo must be in the name of the messiah and so we can see a pattern of yah and yahoo in the names of the people of god we showed this to you last week right next slide And so we have yah the two first two letters together three letters together yahoo and we see that the people of god are named after yah or yahoo either as a prefix or a suffix because it contains the name Yahu or Ya, which is the name of Yahuwah, which is the name of God. And even the people of God are named after him, right? Yahu Da. Do you see the difference between Yahuwah and Yahuda? What letter is that? Yeah. And so Yahuda has the extra letter D. Take away the D, you have Yahoo.. I wonder what the dalit, the letter D, actually means. Let's go to the next line. There's the dalit, right? D. It's pronounced D. that's why Yahu, Yahuwah went from Yahuwah to Yahoo da. But in every letter of the Hebrew alphabet, it also has a meaning. What does the, what does the letter D mean? Yeah, what does the letter D mean? Next slide, please. What is the letter D? It says there. Lord. Dalet means the letter D. Door. Very interesting. Because now what Yahuda can mean, next slide, is Yehuda is the door to who? Yahuwah. So there will be someone from Yahuda who will become the door to Yahudah. Whoa, who could that be? Next slide, Revelation chapter 5, verse 5. Then one of the elders said to me, don't weep, see the lion of the tribe of Judah. The root of David has triumphed. He's able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Who is the one who is to come from the tribe of Judah? None other than the Messiah. The Messiah will come from the lion of Judah. And what will he do? Let's go to the book of John, chapter 10, verse 9. You all know this passage very well. What does the Messiah say? He says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And so he's the door to was salvation. Not only that, in John 14, verse 6, it, what else, in, in what sense is he also a door to? John fourteen six. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No, no one comes to the Father except through me. This is why. Next slide. Yahuda is the door to Yahuwah. Yahusha is the one from Yahuda, who is the door to Yahuwah and his salvation. This is why it's all interrelated. This is why the name of Yahuwah is the name of God. Yahuda is the name of the people of God. And Yahusha is the name of the Savior of the people of God that Yahuwah has promised to his nation. This is why, brothers and sisters, the name of our Messiah is really not Jesus. The name of our Messiah is what? Yahusha. That's the name of our Messiah, and our Savior. Well, where did the name Jesus come from? Right? Where did it come from? Because if you look at your Bible, and it's dated 1900s and above, you're going to find Jesus. But if you look at a 1611 Bible, okay, 1611 Bible, next slide, you don't find Jesus. What do you have there? Do you see it? It's spelled I-E-S-U-S. That is Latin. Jesus. Latin. Latin. Yesus. During that time, there was no letter J yet. It wasn't invented, right? And so it was pronounced with the letter Y. Not J, not J, J but Y. Yesus. Y, right? And so in Latin, the Y is portrayed as a I E. IE. Yesus. Yeah. That's Latin, right? And so the name, next slide, the name Jesus was an invention. The, the invented name Jesus was first seen in print in the second printing of the King James Version, the KJV is a Catholic translation, as the king was baptized as an infant in Anglican Catholic ceremony, and so the name Jesus was an invention. Well, what is the Greek? Let's go back to the Greek of this name Jesus. Next slide, right? It comes from the Greek word represented by twenty-four twenty-four. And so let's click on that again so that we can get the Hebrew name equivalent. Next slide. 2424 comes from the Hebrew origin 309. One. And what is that Hebrew word? Next slide. It is Yahusha, right? You got the Yod. You got the Hey. You got the Wow, the Shin, and the Ayin. How is it pronounced? Yahusha. And so the question is this. Next slide. The question is this. How do we get from Yahusha to Yesus, which is the Greek name, right? How do we go from Yahusha to Yesus? Because do they sound alike at all? I mean, I can understand how you go from one language to the next. It kind of changes a little bit, right? For example, John becomes what? One. So it changes a little bit. But how do you go from Yahusha to Yesus? How do you go from Hebrew to Greek, going from Yahusha to Yesu, Yesus? Well, it actually started when, next slide, Yahusha became Yeshua. That's how it started. Because the translation, Yesus, came from Yeshua. Yahusha eventually became Yeshua. What is the proof? Let's go, this guy. Very interesting. Let's go back to Haggai, hey chapter 1, 1 down to 2. Remember, we read this passage earlier. We are talking about Joshua, the high priest, the son of Jehoshaphat. This was during the captivity. Remember? His name is Joshua, right? However, when they left the captivity, or they left Babylon, and the remnants went to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple of God, something Changed about them. Something changed in the Hebrew people. What happened? Ezra, chapter 3, verse 2. Then Jeshua, the son of Johazadak Yo- and his brethren, the priests, and Zerubbabel, the son of shaltiel and his brethren, arose and built the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings on it, as it is written in the love of Moses, the man of God. Hmm. Do you see a, a transition here? Yeah. What happened to the name Joshua? It became what? Yes. Jeshua, the son of Josadat. This was after, not before, but after what? Captivity, right? And so let's go take a look at the name Joshua. Let's go to Ezra. There it is. It's no longer the Hebrew 3091. It is now Hebrew 3:4:4.2. Four, four, and let's compare that to Joshua or Yahusha. Next slide. Do you see the difference? Between Joshua and Jeshua. What did they take out? They took out the Yah. They took out the Yah. The Yahoo part of Joshua. What is that name? The name of God. And so after the captivity, something happened. Something happened to the people of God after the captivity. Joshua became Jeshua. Yahusha became Yeshua. Why though? Why? In this book, the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament, uh, please pardon the uh, the blurriness of the icons, the full form, what is that? Yahusha is a sentence name in which the subject comes first and represents a form of the divine name, Yahuwah, and in which the verb is a subsidiary form of the verb, Yasha, to save, which is also found in other names, okay? So when we have Yahushah, it is a name composed of two parts, the Yahu part and the verb part, which is to save, right? Okay, but... Eventually, what happened? Next slide, please. The shortened form was used. What is that shortened form? Yeshua. Why? The shortened form, Yeshua, no longer expressed Yahweh or Yahuwah's name clearly, directing attention simply to the verb Yasha. And so what was the purpose of why the name was changed? Because after the captivity, slowly they were dropping the name of Yahuwah. They were losing the name of Yahuwah. When did this happen? Next slide, please. Again, from the same dictionary, the Greek form of a list of Old Testament characters who in pre-exilic Hebrew are called Joshua or Yahusha. And usually after the exile, Yeshua. And so you went from yahusha to yeshua after what the exile something happened to the people of god this is why all these names next slide all the prophets names joshua samuel daniel all that contains Yahu or yah but after the exile they started to drop or stop using the name of yah and Yahu. why What could be the reason for this? Jeremiah 23, we talked about this before, 26-27. How long will this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, who try to make my people forget my name by their dreams, which everyone tells his neighbor, as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. This is why they adopted the word Lord. Okay? We still use the word Lord because that means Adonai. Is it wrong to call Yahuwah Lord? No. Provided it's not being used as a name. Okay. And so Baal, that's a name. Lord can be a name. The people of God, because of their idolatry, because of their mixed worship, adopted the name Lord to be the name of the God that they worship, which happens to be Baal. (laughs) What a name, right? And so they were causing them to forget the name of Yahuwah. And so what did God decree? Never In J- uh, Jeremiah forty four twenty six. Nevertheless, hear the word of the Lord, which is Yahuwah, all Judah who are living in the land of Egypt, behold, I have sworn by my great name, says Ye, the Yahuwah, never shall my name be invoked again by the mouth of any man, of Judah, in all the land of Egypt, saying, ask the Lord God who lives. Wow. And so God decreed, that he will remove the name Yahuwah from his people, Yahudah. And so we can see this taking place while they were in captivity. Slowly, and even after the temple was rebuilt, all of a sudden, they became afraid to use the name of Yahuwah, including Yah and Yahoo. So they stopped using that eventually. And what did also God prophesy about what will happen to the scriptures? Jeremiah 8, verse 8. How can you say we are wise and the law of the Lord is with us? Look, the false pen of the scribe certainly works falsehood. This is why we're not surprised. In your Bible today, you have the word L O R D instead of Yahuwah. The false pen of the scribe certainly works falsehood. After the captivity, Eventually, they stopped using the name Yahuwah, Yahu-Yah. They stopped naming their children after those names. And eventually, they even said, if you pronounce the name, Yahuwah, it is a sin. Against who? Our Almighty God. This is why during the days of the Messiah, that was the case. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, the other Jewish authorities, they began to create rules that were never meant by God to be proclaimed to the people. So they invented rules and traditions of men, including, do not use the name at all. And this is why during the days of the Messiah here on earth, slowly they stopped using the name of Yahu and Yahuwah. Okay, so next slide. So Yahusha eventually becomes Yeshua. Next slide. So Yeshua is the starting point of the transliteration into Greek. So let's go ahead and look at how it's done. Yeshua is there. Let's transliterate ye. In Greek, there's no Y. So you have the I and the E. Ye. Okay. Ye. All right. Next slide. Now we look at the sh. In Greek, there's no sh sound. But there's an S sound. And so the s sound replaces the sh sound. So it becomes e s. Next slide yeah. Yes. Now let's go to the o sound. Yeah. And they pronounce it as oo. The a, ah, well, they don't have an a ah in Greek and so they drop the letter a altogether. But they added an s. You know why? Because this name has to be uh, in, in Greek grammar. You need to add an S for it to become a male subject. So they added the S. Okay. So now you have, yes. yeah, you got Yesus. So you drop the A and you added the S to get Yesus. So Yeshua, next slide, becomes Yesus in what language is that? So you go from Yeshua to Jesus. Next slide, Jesus becomes in Latin? Jesus. <laughs> All right. And someone invented the letter J, dropped the Y son altogether, and became what? Jesus. And so the name Jesus is not even a correct transliteration of the actual. Name and so to summarize it started out. The real name is next slide. Yahusha. After the captivity, what did it become? Next slide. Yeshua. That was used to translate into Greek, which became Yosus. Latin became Jesus. And then you have Jesus. That's how you got the name Jesus. Now, am I telling you stop using the name Jesus? It's up to you. I'm not telling you it's a bad thing or a good thing. That's up to you. You know, I will let the Holy Spirit dictate in your heart whether you can still use Jesus. But for me, I will not. Okay, so I want to announce it today. I'm not going to use the word Jesus anymore because, first of all, that's not his Hebrew name. Okay. I'm not going to tell you if you use the name Jesus, you're not going to be saved. do am I going to say that? Okay? But I will not use the name Jesus anymore. What am I going to use? I'm going to use Yahusha. Yahusha. Why do I want to use Yahusha? I remember when I was still in the INC institution. Okay? Every time we would preach about the last messenger. What's his name? Brother. Felix Felix Y. Manala. You know, I was reprimanded for preaching his name to be Brother Felix Y. Manala. Yeah. Why is it wrong? Why Brother Felix? Because he was given a Filipino name, he said. Out of respect for the messenger who was given a Filipino name, you pronounce it Felix. Even in English, Felix. Why? Because that was a name given. Felix. Out of respect for the messenger, Keep the name that was given to him. If it's Filipino, pronounce it in the Filipino way. Felix, not Felix. Wait a minute. If that's true for the messenger of God, how much more? How much more for the Son of God? Right? Why would you pronounce the name of the Son of God, the Messiah himself? With a hybrid name. (laughs) a transliteration of a transliteration that doesn't even keep up with the times i would stick with the name that god gave right and also another reason why there's several reasons why i'm going to give you several more reasons why I, I i elect not to use jesus anymore okay one reason why next slide please there's this book a lesson written by les aaron gosling biblical research institute 1996 some authorities who have spent their entire lives studying the origins of names, believe that Jesus actually means Hail Zeus. Oh boy. For Jesus in Greek is Hail Zeus. Yeah translates to Hail and Zeus or Zeus translates as Zeus. The English name Jesus therefore stems etymologically from Jupiter, Zeus. (laughs) The chief god of the ancient Greek Olympus, Yeshua or Jesus. <laughs> Interesting. He uses the name Yeshua. <laughs> right? And not only that, next slide from Professor Metford, Dictionary of Christian Lore and Legend. It is known that the Greek name endings with Zeus, Zeus, and Zeus were attached by the Greeks to names and geographical areas as means to give honor to their supreme deity. Who's that? Zeus. Zeus. Does that make sense? (laughs) That's why, for example, next slide, Tarsus means sweat of Zeus. Dionysus means son of Zeus. And so when you have the suffix Zeus, 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 it refers to Zeus. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? Jesus. There's another one. The Origin of Christianity by A.B. Trana. The name of the true Messiah, Joshua, Jehoshua, being Hebrew, was objectionable to the Greeks and Romans who hated the Judeans, Jews. And so it was deleted from their records and a new name <coughs> inserted. Jehoshua, Jehoshua, was thus replaced by Jesus, hail Zeus, not known to us now, known to us as Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> this is why you know it does sound like Zeus, doesn't it? Yeah. Jesus sounds like the Zeus or hail Zeus. And so, just because of that alone, I mean, I don't know how true the research is, but it makes sense to me, right? I mean, why will I use Jesus anyways? I'm not telling you to stop using it, but it's up to you. You know, I'm going to use his real name, Yahusha, not Jesus. Well, next slide. There's a big reason why we should not even use Jesus. Why? The name Jesus is not a derivative of YHWH or, got the name wrong, <laughs> Yahoo! There is great cause for alarm when this hybrid Greek name is being Applied into Messiah because not only is not the sanctified given name of Yeshua, Jehoshua, got it wrong, but prophetic and sanctified unity with the word of, Yahuwah is, lost early Christopagans, syncretized Greek culture into Greek Christianity, which smoothed the way for Christopaganism to become the state religion. You know what syncretize means? It means to mix religious ideas together to form a unity. This was done by Emperor Constantine when he used the banner of Christianity to unify his kingdom, his empire. And so he forced baptized the pagans. And so Christianity became a paganized Christianity, which became the Catholic Church. And in the process of syncretization, Eventually, the cultures of different pagans made its way through the doctrines of the church, including the name of God and his son. This is why they adopted the names of pagan gods. The son god's birthday is December 25. And so the Catholic Church declares the birthday of Jesus to be December 25. That's called syncret, that's being syncretized. To force unity. This is sometimes what uh, some of the quote-unquote defenders want to do, right? To force unity. That's not a good idea. You don't force unity. You let God unite the people and be gathered together, right? Because what will happen is you got a mixture of different religious ideas, and the name, the true name of God and his son will become lost. And also, I want to offer to you a biblical reason why I don't want to use the name Jesus anymore. Next slide, John 17, verse 11. This is uh, the Messiah, is the one speaking here, Yahushua. I am no longer in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name. The name which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are. And so the name of the Father was given to the Son. This is why if you use Jesus, you lose the name of the Father. Because there's no yahoo in Jesus. But there's a yahoo in Yahusha. This is why if I were to use Jesus, I'm dropping the name of the Father. And what is the name of the Father? What is that called by the Apostle Paul? Philippians 2, 9-11. Therefore God also has highly exalted him, this is Yahusha, and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Yahusha every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Yahusha Christ is Lord, to the glory of God and God the Father. Bible says, Apostle Paul says here that uh, Yahuwah has given him the name which is above every name. I want to ask you the question. What is the name that is above every name? It's the name of Yahuwah. And the name of Yahuwah was given to who? His son's name. And by his son's name, Yahusha, which has the name, which is above all names, Yahuwah in his name, people are to bow down and worship. This is why Yahusha says, if you gather together, and even two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. Whose name? The name Yahusha. Why is it important to use Yahusha? Because it contains the name of the Father, yah wow. you get it? And so what is the promise of our Messiah, Yahusha, when we use his name? Let's read one more passage before we pray. Yahusha says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. But whatever you ask the Father, Yahuwah, in my name, Yahusha, he may give you. And so by the name of Yahusha, the name of the Father that Yahuwah, our God, has given to his son Yahusha. That is the name by which we are to be saved, by which we are to worship, and by which we are to ask our Father in prayer. And so when we compare Yahusha with Jesus, this is why I told you I cannot, I cannot go back anymore. I cannot. And so in the future, I will not mention the name Jesus anymore. I will mention the Hebrew name. Because it contains the name that is above every name, Yahuwah, in the name of yeah Okay? And so in our next Bible study, we're going to talk about how Yahuwah and yahusha relate to the prophecy concerning the very small remnant and also the third group of God's people that will be called according to the promise. And you will see the unfolding of prophecy. Why is the name of the Father, Yahuwah, and His beloved Son, Yahusha being revealed to us today? Is there a reason? Yes. It's all in the prophecy. And we'll talk about that in our next Bible study. Okay. And so, let us stand for our prayer. Everlasting Yahuwah. Thank you so much, loving Abba, because you are merciful to reveal to us this knowledge from your holy book, because we believe you want each one of us to know you better, to understand your will and your ways, because we are indeed your people in these last days. Father, as we continue to study your holy book, because we have committed and devoted ourselves in this work. Slowly, please reveal to us your divine commandments. We know that it is found in your book. And so as we go deeper and deeper, may you send your Holy Spirit, for we want to know you as you are. We want to know your name and your will. Father, if in the past we have not used the proper names, Please forgive us Amen. we did not know any better yes. now that you have shown us the way and the path we will follow you loving Yahuwah yes. our loving Abba who takes care of each and every one of us Amen. our Savior at last we can call you by your true name yes. Yahusha Mashiach thank you so much we gather in your precious name we believe you are with us now including those who have joined us through different means yes Lord please visit the hearts of your servants loving Yahushua grant to us peace and the power of your spirit to be courageous O Lord because we know we will face persecution and even hatred because of your sacred name. Amen. So be it. We love your name. Yes. We love you. Lord, have mercy upon us. Yes. If there be those who are sick or afflicted, yes. we call upon our Father Yahuwah in your name. Please. Grant us what we need, forgiveness of sins and healing of all our diseases. Father, Yahuwah, thank you for at last we were able to proclaim your name, the name of your beloved Son. Please be with us in our work in these last days that we will be fruitful for your glory and honor. We ask all things, Father, in the name of our loving Mashiach. Yahusha. Amen. Amen.